mind, body, spirit. The martial arts are a way of life. Attack life, not others, is an insight into that life. With Sensei Tim Hoover. Welcome back to the show. I'm Steve Mittman and Sensei Hoover in studio. Hello. Hello. I'm excited about today. We have, uh, it's just not you and me. Right. We've got a packed studio today. Yeah, we do. It's going to be a good one. And what do you want to call this? Past and present, now and then type thing? I think, actually, put a lot of thought into this old and new, past and present, and how you need to always understand where you came from more like your baseline or your collective experience, but then always move forward because life is not moving in reverse. It's moving forward. So I have, and I don't want to call her old, but I have an older sensei here Mm -hmm. that (laughs) has been part of the process. She got her black belt when she was 12 years old, but 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. And that is Sensei Aurora. Aurora, welcome. Hi, thank you. I'm happy to be here. Good to have you here. Thanks. And then I have Sensei Brian who had a test just last week. And Sensei Brian is 12 years old, and he is the new. When we started thinking about this, I got to tell you, so many thoughts came into my head about, well, is the test different? Is it harder? Are we rolling out the same kind of students? And I also asked Sensei Brian's father to be here. Welcome, guys. Which is such a big part of the triangle because he supports Brian. He's always at every class. He does. And I watched him watch Brian doing the test, and it was remarkable. And at the end, Sensei Brian asked if his father could tie his belt, which was actually pretty emotional for me watching that. Very cool. That is the triangle affair that helps and makes the process work. To have the parent, to have the teacher, and to have the student. Those three things create that triangle effect, which is very powerful. Congratulations, Sensei Brian, by the way. Thank you. Does that take some getting used to being called a sensei now? Uh, Yes, it does. It does, but it's a cool thing. Now, Brian was part of that batch that we talked about in the last episode, the four people, in the journey episode of uh, the four people testing. Yeah. And uh, you were one of those four. You want to start off with Brian? I do. I have a a question for you. Now, there was four, and one of them failed out in the first 15 minutes because there are standards for black, and you have to go through a lot. You have to... First of all, you have to prove that the physical part is the physical part. It's a very physical test. It was very hot that day. And then um, then there's the mental part, the aspect of the kata. And then at the end, there's all the instinct that goes in that has to come out fresh from a creative mind. He's got to show me that he can ad lib. He can make it work. And it was the same for Aurora, too. Those three things are really important. Brian, when Justin failed out, and it's okay to fail. I mean, today it's like a bad word. It's not a bad word. You fail, you, you get up on your feet. Because life is about getting knocked down and getting back up. And so when that happened, did that affect you at all, Brian, Sensei? Uh, Yes, it did. It basically let me know that the test is pushing you to, like, it's not a test that you just get your belt. It's pushing you towards your goal and teaches you that not everything is just easy. It has to push you towards your limits and know what you can do. Wow. 12 years old. Now, if you keep that in your head, Throughout your lifetime, that is a formula that will work for you. Life is not fair. And you're going to get people ahead of you, in front of you, and behind you, and around you. And, and you're going to say, why did that happen? Not to correct you, Sensei, but he's actually 11. It just oh. makes it all the more astonishing. Well, we're talk- well, today we're talking about forward, so you're 12. <laughs> 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 yeah, we're talking about go forward. Um, but that's actually a great way to look at it. Now, Sensei Aurora, when you went, who did you have? Who went with you? I was with Kevin Marks. I think I was with Sasha and I don't remember who else. Okay. Well, all of those kids that you mentioned are in my heart. I mean, I know them, but they're no longer mm-hmm. in the program. Mm-hmm. And uh, somehow you're still involved in my life. You don't still train. Right. But I trained your whole family. Yes. I, I trained uh, your brother, mm-hmm. Adam, and I still am training Christy, who just yes. had a, 
a baby called Xena, warrior princess. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> and and then, you know, Aurora. And uh, you were also a part of a time 20 years ago when we had the breakathon and we had the fundraisers, which also Steve was a part. Mm-hmm. And we did that for 15 years and raised a lot of money for a yeah. lot of good causes. And that affected you. That stayed Completely. with you. Completely. And, and so going back to the old, mm-hmm. now Brian doesn't see that. Since Brian, we don't have that kind of fundraiser. Maybe in the future we will, but right yeah. now we don't. Yeah. How did that test affect you? Sure. So my black belt test, yeah. um, I remember being terrified because I don't know if this still happens, the five-man fight. Yeah, sure. And we started with that. And I've seen dozens and dozens and dozens of them, but having to participate, that worried me. I said, am I going to fail at this? Am I going to survive these five people? And it came and went in five minutes and it was over. And at that point, I remember saying, I think I can do this. And I got bursts of energy like that throughout the two, three-hour test. Every time I completed something, I said, okay, I, I think we're going to make it. I think I'm going to get to the end here. Yeah. And you got, you got through it. It was amazing. See, now, something, just so you guys know, that's something I went through. And that was a five-man fight. And when I did that, uh, they, I had my ribs broken. I, one rib, and I, got, I had to continue to fight through. And, and I just did. I'm not saying that's the healthiest thing to do, but my mind carried me through that test. But there's also things that were added later on that were not something I did 35 years ago or so. And what I'd like to bring up and still talk about the martial arts, but try to make this in more general terms, is kind of my formula. So when I started way back when with the style and the art, I had one thing through training, and that was my collective experience, my baseline. You want to call it, and everybody has this in everything that they do, no matter what they do for a living. And in that, all that baseline, you work with it for a while, and then you say, okay, I'm going to make a move forward, and then you go to what's called creative slash experience. Uh, you kind of experiment with creative juices. And then you do that, and then you take that out in the field, and you take that into the dojo, and then you experiment with it to find out through trial and error, that's the third set, if it works or not. If it doesn't work, you throw it out. If it works, you keep it, and then you add on to your system. And that's kind of the formula between the two of you from old and new. It was baseline experience, collective experience that I had, watching you guys perform and also watching me perform against people that I fought, ground fought with, multiple attacked with, throwing out what didn't work, reflecting on that through trial and error and through creative juices that flow. And just like Brian, during test, didn't you have to show a kata that you created, correct? Yes, yes I did. And how did you like that part of the test? Did you, did you like doing that, creating your own material and using your own head to come up with your own moves? Yes, I did. Did you find it difficult? Yeah, because you need moves that will affect other people and will basically make them not afraid, just knowing that this person doesn't, like, doesn't really want to mess with you. Yeah. So, in other words, you had to come up with that by yourself, right? You had to take the teachings, your, your collective baseline, your experiences that maybe your senseis taught you, but then you had to reach up and move forward with it and come up with your own stuff that was in your own head. Now, the first time you tried this, maybe when you were Chodombo and you were working on your stuff, did it work right away? Did you throw some of the stuff out? Uh, I threw some stuff out. Sure you did. And then you kept experimenting, and at the end of the day, you finally found something that worked, right? Yes. Do you remember doing yours, Aurora? Do you I remember do. Your, do you remember your kata? 
I don't remember the kata. Yeah, but uh, what, what kind of kata did you do? Mine was very fluid. I wanted to make sure it flowed really well in terms of the combinations that I would use. So I remember some that day were a little more aggressive and a little bit more defensive, whereas mine was, you know, at that point of my life, I wanted to make sure that I was always focusing on the evasion piece, being a woman, being younger. So I wanted to incorporate that in in my kata. Yeah. I mean, Steve, can you see how all this can carry over to a bigger world? I mean, outside of the martial arts. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about right now. I mean, uh, that is the world we live in. It's basically survival of the fittest and whatever doesn't work anymore needs to be thrown out. You no, I'm not, talking, I'm, not talk, I'm not talking about that. What are you talking okay, about? Okay, I'm going to give you an example. Now, yeah. you, I want you to use my formula. Collective experience. Yeah. All right. Your baseline. That's yeah. your foundation. That's experiences that have happened. Second is experiment and get creative. And third is trial and error and see if it worked or not. Here's the scenario. You did something and your wife really gets mad at you. Now, go to your collective experience, do your bad habits that may have not worked. That's going to extend the anger. Throw that out. Now, get creative. Okay. Okay. And experiment. What would you do? Uh, not enough time. <laughs> go out and get her some flowers. Okay. Now you go out and get her some flowers. And what's that called? That's so from called, your collective experience, that, that works for you. Yeah, yeah. From like that's, that's basically the go-to. No, no. It, it, yes, it is. It's but you know. But then again, the flowers get bigger. I go twelve. I was going to say, to, doesn't to it get old after yeah, a while? I keep, all I keep the, going. All I keep the reasons she gets mad at you for. Yeah, exactly. After a while, flowers aren't going to cut it. But you're going to find out that at the end of the day, when you bring them home, through. For you, they're just sitting there already waiting, right? <laughs> you don't yeah. even bring them all. Well, that's because <laughs> I'm there before she gets there. That's what I, I move forward. I move forward fast. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. But I'm just saying, I'm, I'm sorry, but that kind of formula I use in everything from my marriage to the way I get up in the morning to the way I look at life in general. And that's for everything. Yeah. I mean, there are traditional things we do. Arcadas pull from the past and there are no adjustments and stuff, but that's just a part of it. But what I'm saying is you can use it in every model, whether you work for a corporation or whether there's a marriage or whether there's the martial arts. Mm-hmm. You know, your baseline experience, then you experiment with creative juices. You try it. If it doesn't work, trial and error, and you reflect on it. And if it's better, use it. What doesn't work, throw out. Can we do something? Can we pull Brian's dad into this? Because he, sure. I mean, he's an integral part of his son, his son's life and his son's uh, martial arts path. Come on in, Brian. Come up to the mic here. Do you have any thoughts on what we're talking about now? Not to put you on the spot, but I know you do. No, I do. It, and that's life. I mean, life is a challenge. Every day you wake up and you think you're going to continue on a mundane day and things are going to work out. But every day life changes and you have to figure out how to overcome that, how to get through that. Going back to the testing, uh, I said to Steve, I said to Brian, my wife and I talked about it at home. Um, It was very apparent that you had really thought about how to do that black belt test. You know, you start off both physically, emotionally, mentally, and just drain them, you know, which in life, that's going to happen. You're going to have people that are going to beat you down. You're going to enter that day and you're going to say, I I just don't know how to. And then you go into katas, which is a more methodical Mm -hmm. pulling back from memory. And and you need to concentrate on that. And then you move directly into the five-man fight cage and then back into the scenario room. And then finally with board kicks and finesse to the point where you are drained. And, And that's what life is. Life is about... You know, you, you, it never goes the way you want. And it tells you, it tells yourself, it tells him. It, he's certainly not going to beat up an adult, but he's certainly going to be able to 
be able to get himself out of Dodge. And when we were done with that test, I am confident that if something happened today, he can get himself out of that. And I think that's the same thing. It was what was neat to see in the situation, in the scenario room, going back to they had some basic understanding, but it was more or less use all the tools that he was taught to get out of it. Right. One basic move isn't going to, you may need three or four. You may need to change what you're doing, but you need to get out of it. You need to be creative, but pull from the baseline, pull from the old to help create new stuff to get you moving ahead. That's exactly right. And there's always room for improvement. And and hey, uh, you know, for 11 or 12 year old to go in that, in that cage, that's why I never believed in a senior black belt or a junior black belt. Fear is the same. And when you step in that cage and you've got a helmet on, and you've got your first fighter for one minute. That fear comes up, and he's learning how to handle that fear. And you got to have courage. And at the end of the day, it's just about surviving. At the end of the day, for us, every day, it's about surviving. And there's so many, so many lessons to learn in that martial arts experience. Now, that black belt test is still being developed. I mean, I, that's 20, 25 years in the making, 30 years in the making. And the way it was way back when and, and old and the way it is now is better. The students rolling out are still the same, but it's better. It's hard to explain. And Aurora, I mean, I, I know, you know, bringing back the old, you were part of the demo team, the yeah. breakathon. My daughter trained along yep. at the same time. And you guys had a core group friends we that did. you socialized together. And then all that made an imprint into your brain. You were talking, coming over in the truck, you said about how it made you more comfortable in your own skin. Yeah. So your choices became yours. You didn't allow the influence of others. Mm-hmm. And see, that's the part that I want to impress. I want to come back to you, Roar, in a second. That's yeah. the part I want to impress with Brian. The idea with the PT in the beginning is to get them so psyched up that they come out of their own skull. And see, they're all we're supposed to monitor that and say, hey, I'm going to do what I can do. I'm not going to overdo it. I have to learn how to pace myself. And he did, and they all did. They all knew their physical strength except for Justin. And he got sucked into that so fast, he tried to beat it all. And you can't. You have to learn how to pace yourself. So that's part of of the process as well. So as you left your black belt Mm -hmm. test, and I think, what did you get? Did you go up to second degree? I went up to third. Got up to third degree. Then you went on to your life. And then you got into, you got married to a really nice guy. Now you work for Penn State, correct? Yes, I do. And you are just like on your way. But what things carried over that are going to carry over for you too, Brian? What things carried over that made an imprint in martial arts? Sure. So I first want to say, Brian, I'm so impressed by you. I can't believe you're 11 and you're saying some of these things he's that 12. you're saying. He's 12. Or I'm sorry, he's you're 12. now 12. No, he's 11. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. It's very impressive. But what I will say from your age and at that time in my life, what you're saying, Sensei Hoover, is spot on. I had my best friends. I had people I looked up to. And I had this support system that truly helped mold who I was going to become, decisions that I made. You talked in one of the last podcasts about how important it is to become comfortable in your own skin. And when you finally are comfortable in your own skin, you can feel comfortable as yourself anywhere. So I built confidence in the dojo. You helped us believe in ourselves and 
when I was outside of the dojo and, you know, peer pressures are coming up, you know, I was going through high school and things pop up and I wasn't afraid to say no. And I wasn't afraid to say, you know what, this isn't for me or to remove myself from situations because I had a support system that told me that was okay. And I was involved in something so much bigger and more positive. And that truly helped me make some great decisions because I was comfortable in who I was. I think at that age too, see, you don't see the end result. Now, no. reflecting back, you can see some of your own friends have made the wrong choices. I, I do see that. And it's a, it's a road to destruction, my friend. It and, is. and you know that. And, and so something impressed you enough and made an imprint in your brain. And the one thing before we end is talk about how far you've carried. Sure. Because here you were on the demo team helping us create that breakathon, Kids for Kids and all that. Mm-hmm. And that carried over to what I want you to talk about now, which is your fundraiser. Absolutely. So being a part of Hoover Karate, you made it important for us to not only focus on ourselves and to become great people, martial artists, but you took it that step further and said, once you take care of yourself, we're obligated to take care of other people. And we did that through the breakathons every year and raising money for organizations. We worked Kids for Kids United, mm-hmm. and you made sure it was important to us as well that we help those who need it. So I took that with me my entire life up until this point. So about five years ago, my he was my boyfriend at the time, my now husband, and I created a local softball tournament to help different organizations locally who can use a nice financial boost. So we created the Give Back Lehigh Valley softball tournament. The last four tournaments have been in Whitehall. This year, we're keeping it in Whitehall at the Shad Avenue Park. And what we do is the day is so much fun. We get tons of local sponsorship. We do um, food, raffles, and it's just tournaments all day, softball tournaments. You can be skilled or not skilled. And everyone's welcome. It's a family event, kids, dogs, your pets, whatever. Everyone's invited to come. And each year, what we do is we choose a specific organization within the Lehigh Valley that either is very something near and dear to us or someone in our lives or just something, a crisis that's going on in our community, which right now in the Lehigh Valley is the heroin and opioid epidemic. Okay. We lose someone every one to two days from, from an overdose mm-hmm. here in the valley alone. Just in the valley? Just in the Lehigh Valley. Jeez. And earlier this year, Governor Wolf actually said, this is a statewide crisis. Mm -hmm. Joe and I said, you know what? This is our cause this year. So we're working with the Center of Humanistic Change. They do a lot of prevention and education for parents, students, even our seniors, how to get- And they're going to be there that day? They're going to be there that day. And um, they're actually going to have a fake, um, they'll have a tent set up. It's like a teenager's bedroom. Mm -hmm. And parents will be able to go through it. And they have over 80 places- where kids can hide drugs. They'll let parents go through and try to find as many as they can. 80 really? places in one bedroom. In one bedroom. Wow. Mm-hmm. And do they have any kind of like um, uh, liquid or chemical things to learn as for how to take a substance and figure out what it is? Yeah. They do. They have, yep, they have yeah. everything. And they're going to bring all of that information for parents. What date is this? And I just get you guys are listening to mark this down if you want to support it. What date is it? Time, again, location? Sure. So it is Saturday, August 18th. It starts at nine o'clock. We are looking for players. We're looking for volunteers as well as local sponsorships. And um, you can visit us at givebacksoftball.com. 
Again, that's givebacksoftball.com. You can sign up there for a team. If you have a few players, we can mix you with other teams so you don't need to bring a full group. Okay. And it is going to be at the Shad Avenue Park right next to Whitehall High School. All right. And of course, uh, for those listening, I'll have uh, in the show notes all that information attached so you can Wonderful. see it. You can click right on it. It'll take you right to it. Great. And you created it, you and your husband. We just came uh, up with see, it. See, that's cool. And that's giving back. And you got to give back. Yeah. You know? And it started It started with what we learned at, well, what I learned at Hoover Karate. Well, we raised um, 25000 in the last four years. So with your, with your group, that is yep, fantastic. Yep. So we're hoping, you know. To what are some other causes you've supported? Sure. So we have, um, last year we fundraised for the Nom Knights, who are a local veteran organization, mm. as well as Logan's Heroes, their local animal rescue, the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation, as well as the Cancer Support Community of the Lehigh Valley. Right. There it is, you know, old mm. and new. Brian, I mean, what a reflection here, you know, going back and forth and how this all this made a difference in her life and how it made a connection, not just over the martial arts, it made a connection to her life. What do you think? You have anything else you want to say before we let you go? Did you enjoy doing this? Yes, I did. Everything has a reason. Everything has a reason. Isn't that the truth? How profound is that? (laughs) Yeah, you're a pretty smart kid. And I I really, um, I look forward to training with you. In the future, do you have any plans where you want to go as far as a sensei? Do you want to go all the way? Do you want to go eventually to second? Have you thought about it? Uh, I have a thought maybe going to fourth degree. Okay. But I don't know if I'm going to go to seventh. Okay. All right. Well, hopefully I'll still be around (laughs) by the time you get to seventh because I'd definitely like to put that belt around your waist. I can see in certain students that I call them lifers. Not that you're going to stay in this area for the rest of your life. I don't mean that. You're a lifer. I could see it in your eyes the day that you started. You got it in your eyes and your intent, your purpose, whatever you decide to do, you're going to have exactly the same focus that you have now for the martial arts to whatever you apply in your life. You're such a great kid. Both of you are. And my life's better because you're both in it. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Brian. You guys. Thank you you for listening to Attack Life, Not Others. Subscribe to our podcast. And for more on Sensei Hoover's way of life through the martial arts, go to hooverkarate.com. This has been a Steve Mittman social media creation. 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 Steve Mittman, socialmedia.com. 